Thank you for tuning in to the Whiskey Culture Podcast, where we give you exclusive interviews, reviews, and commentary surrounding the culture behind America's favorite drink. I'm your host, Greg Sinodinos. Let's get started. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Greg Sinodinos with Whiskey Culture. Uh, we are here at Prohibition Craft Spirit in Louisville, Kentucky, with President and Founder, and we are here with the Master Distiller. How, would you guys like to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Keith Hazelbaker, and I'm the President and Owner and Founder of the company. Excuse me. I'm Harrison Hyden. I'm the Master Distiller. Perfect. They are getting ready to release a bourbon that they are very proud of, and honestly, I've, I've tried it, and it's phenomenal. You guys want to tell me a little bit about the history and, and how it led into the bourbon? Sure, go ahead, Harry. Yeah, well, um, we're really excited about the bourbon because this is bourbon bourbon culture, bourbon country. We, we consider Kentucky a big bourbon capital of the world, so we kind of got drug into it. We, we fought off for a while. We tried, we're, we've been really, we've been open to the public for tours and tastings since last January, and I make vodka, rum, and gin, and we also barrel aged tequila. And we're trying to be something different. We're trying to be off the beaten path and do something completely different that nobody else is doing. And that was our, our whole, I guess, business market. Our business plan was to do something different. And now we're, we're going first full circle, I guess, and we're getting a whole line with the bourbon. And it is MGP, and we are very proud to say it is. It's actually displayed on our back label that we are using MGP juice. And it's great. It's a great product, and we're just waiting for our bourbon to mature until it's ready you know and i gotta say you guys made a, a phenomenal selection with the mgp juice because you know at mgp they they make the juice it, they they know what they're doing but the other thing is is that you guys gotta you guys gotta pick it for your product and, and you guys did a phenomenal selection and one of the things is is that it drinks so much uh smoother than what the proof actually is i was actually blown away you know it, I, I i tried something and uh it's it's the barrel proof and i thought it was going to be you know, sitting right uh, snug around a hundred and it ends up, you know, they end up hitting me with it's over 115 and I, I was kind of blown away. I, I would have put it in at like, you know, 15 points softer than it was, but I mean, with it came a lot of flavor. It, it, the, the flavor definitely outpaces the heat. What was the thought process behind that? You know, just, just selecting that, that flavor profile. Uh, it's just, you know, I, I, I'm a big bourbon fan. I've got about 200 bottles my, myself personally, so I, I kind of know what I'm looking for, I guess. I, I, I love bourbon, and I love to try different different kinds, and I just pick what I like. <laughs> yeah, we've had these these barrels that we got into here. I mean, they we really feel like they're, they're, they're all ready. I mean, was it two and a half years ago that we really started ours? Yeah. And... You know we've we've uh, we've been wanting to wait for our bourbon, but you know with we just kept tasting this MGP juice that was out there, and there's a profile that we had kind of bought into about two and a half years ago, and really feel like it's uh, you know we it, it, while we keep you know waiting on ours to get where we want it, it, this was a smart move for us because we're right a mile off of downtown Louisville and. You know, we've got a pretty interesting uh, tour and tasting event here. It's because we, it, PCS Distilling Company is, is our, you know, our company that we bottle under, but the, you know, our tour and tasting event over here at Prohibition Craft Spirits and then Prohibition Craft Spirits is our bar that's a part of the distillery. And 
the the bourbon is something that you know i think is held back some of the tourists from coming to check out our tour because we kind of purposefully were not putting out any bourbon until we we you know ours was ready but as i i really feel like that you know this after what harry picked you know was phenomenal and i'm telling you our worst barrel is is as good it's very good it's very nice yeah, and I, I, I got to say, I mean, it, it was ridiculous. And I, I tried a couple different uh, single barrels. You know, I, try, I tried a couple different single barrels, uh, different uh, picks that you guys had. And I mean, they were, all, they were all really good. And then one of the cool things that you guys are doing is, is you guys are producing some of these other things like rums and, and tequilas. And now you guys are, are actually incorporating barrel aging uh, into the rum. Uh, and you, you let me sample some of it, and it brought out some really cool flavors. Like there was a nice, uh, like I said, it was that Bananas Foster. It had that yeah. the sugar cane from the rum, a little bit of brown sugar and vanilla from the the, the, the oak nice. barrel. And it was just, I mean, it was good. And so, I mean, that's something that you guys are really starting to, to play with here. And it seems like very, very successfully. I think the rum is coming along great. Uh, we're only about three years into the rum aging. I've got 20 barrels going, which doesn't sound like much, but I mean, it's... It's good stuff, and we're, we're we might end up releasing a barrel or two by this Christmas of the aged rum, but we're always doing fun stuff. Um, we're, I'm playing around with aging uh, gin, and um, but yeah, like like we like you said, like the tourists that would come, the tourism that would come in, they'd always say, well, where's your bourbon? You got all this great liquor, but you don't have bourbon. And it, again, it's like no, we're trying to be different, but we they finally. I feel like that we got pressured into it. We got muscled into the bourbon game. (laughs) 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 Y'all really embraced it. And it's not, it's not gimmicky. You know, you'll see a lot of people that'll kind of be like, okay, well, I guess I'll do it. And they, they just want to have something on the shelf, but you guys are doing some really cool stuff here and really embracing that. Like you guys are doing, you know, you guys are aging your own stuff. You guys are doing the MGP juice and, and it's phenomenal. But then you guys are doing other stuff. Like, like you make, you take, you break down the barrels and you make, like stools and (laughs) stuff out of them they're so cool and i mean they're they're so well made and it it, it seems like you guys are really just embracing uh you know a lot of that heritage and it's so cool to see something and and to see it in that transition because you guys here have that establishment but you know most of the people that we talk to they've already got Mm -hmm. expressions releases and stuff but you know i've never seen it in transition and you guys are taking that transition you know you already hear all these people that have these stories they go back and, and they have all of these stories about how it started and, and they tell it in past tense. But I'm sitting here with you guys and you guys are talking about everything as it's happening. It's all present tense and it yes. and it's really rare to capture that and see that and see the passion in action. You know, because you get a lot of people who are very passionate about the history that they've got, a lot of uh, very passionate about things that happened before they came there, before their time that they learned about, that they were interested in, and you guys are kind of forging that for what will you know eventually be those same people that are giving those tours and talking about you know the story that you guys brought. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's also, you know, it comes down to, you know, if I get, sometimes I get tired of making rum, I'll, I'll make some bourbon. If I get tired of distilling, I'll, I'll make some furniture or I'll make something out of barrels. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of fun just to kind of mix it up and do something different. And, um, and you know, I, I always tell people on the tour, I, you know, I'd love to say it was my great grandfather's recipe or something like that, but really it was just, it's just a passion and it's something I really enjoy doing and we have a lot of fun doing it. So why not make it into a business and something we can succeed in? You know, it's going to be crazy because, you know, you say you'd love to say that it's something that was your great grandfather's recipe, but like, 
it's somebody not. may be saying <laughs> that about you one day. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, that's that's super cool. But so you guys have a, a lot of uh, plans. You know, you guys are are uh, expanding. You know, retooling a lot of the um, the tour that you guys have because obviously you're incorporating this new element. Mm -hmm. um, you guys are expanding your event center, which is is beautiful. It's very very cool, very versatile. Yeah. So you can do a lot of different things, which is really cool here. But but what is that like? being in that transition where you guys are doing all these things you guys are bringing in this new this new bourbon you guys are updating this tour you guys are making we, this event we import and i'm an importer exporter of blue agave spirit because they want us to bottle tequila in mexico to call it tequila so we import it as an ingredient and then age it in bourbon barrels and we you know it's it's tequila but it's we don't call it tequila and uh, but as far as this what one of the things that has happened to us in the past eight to ten months is we when I took over this place I guess basically I took it over early uh, 2016 and we went we had to change the name back then it was called uh, Derby City Spirits um, the reason why we had to change the name is because one of the guys when i originally got involved in this i wasn't going to be own any part of it i was just making this into a private equity investment i'm a financial planner and i was wanting to sell this to my accredited investor clients and in the process of doing that uh, they got represented by republic and sold their liquor to forecastle back in 2015 and sold it to all the liquor barns in louisville and the rest of the state and less than a week later it was discovered that they didn't have all their licensing in place and so that all got confiscated as a matter of fact if you look in the back uh on our mash tanks that we still have we left the evidence tags on there just as part really? of the tour yeah you can get a picture of that if you want and, but it was uh it was a pretty big deal back then when all that happened and then this guy, it turned out this guy was just a big con man and had stolen Harrison's identity, had stolen his little brother's identity, and it was just a big mess. And after all that blew up and he kind of ran out and left everything hanging, I talked to Harrison about it and said, if, you know, if we could do this, do you want to try? And so he and I started back in, I mean, really, we made that decision early 2016 and we knew we were going to have to change the name. And so that we came up with prohibition craft spirits uh because we wanted our distillery tour it's about it's a lot different than most of any distillery tour in this state and we think it's it's going to be that one of those tours that they're oh if you go to louisville you got to go see prohibition craft spirits which our company that we bottle under nationally is pcs distilling company so our whole property here is PCS Distilling Company, but Prohibition's our event hall, and then the bar's called Prohibition Craft Spirits Bar. But it, we really think that that was kind of a good thing for us in the in the uh, scheme of things because it really helped us come up with some unique ideas for our tour. Like a lot of people don't realize NASCAR started because of Prohibition, and and you know a lot of a lot of the things that that we've got on our tour. It's really kind of cool because a lot of people don't even, they never hear about it. When they go to other distillery tours, they basically just show you how they make the mash, how they distill, you know, those kind of things. And ours, is, that's a very small part of our, our distillery tour. Yeah, we talk about the the, uh, the temperance movement, and there's a lot, there's just so many oh, things yeah. that are involved with, with prohibition. So we really wanted to hammer that in and make sure everybody understands, you know, 
where we are, why we have distributors today. It's it's because of prohibition. It's because of the gangsters that were just were pushing it out in the streets in Chicago. Everybody knows Al Capone, but there's there's a lot more to the story than just Al Capone. You guys have an expansion going on in the distillery, both on the the actual operation side, on what you guys are doing here, events what uh, uh, event wise. You guys have a speakeasy that's going to be going in. You guys are are um, you know expanding your your liquor line into a really really good bourbon what what's end game here for you guys like what what is what is the ideal you know let's just say it's it's five years from now I'm coming into Louisville you know what's the end game what, what does it look like well I anticipate that we'll be in at least 40 of the states within five years from now and and maybe more um, it depends on some of the things that we've got working, but when we did this, I knew well, there's only so much you can sell here in Kentucky, you know what I mean? And so we've expanded out into some things like we're, we just, we're uh, big fish up in Chicago. That's a digital liquor license. I think they were one of the first ones to get that where they sell it all online. And we just started with them. That's taken us a good while to get it all, all the, pieces in place but we just literally delivered our first order to them this last week and there's just a, a lot of there's some national uh, companies that we're already in and in the, the APHIS which is like the military bases that we've gotten into that you know and we I, I want it to be something that goes national not just here in Kentucky so that's excellent so so this is something your your goals not the local scene, uh, you know, end game. You guys' goal well, is that, to the be building. seen. Well, yeah. it, it kind of works in both ways. So, you know, Keith is the dreamer. Keith is the big picture. And I'm, I feel like I'm more on the ground. So he said, he's talking about expanding to all the states. I'm also, I, I also see it as another thing I see in five years is Louisville is a destination city. There's a lot of tourism that comes to Louisville. Mm-hmm. And, we, and there's no reason why some people shouldn't look forward to seeing our place as well. And I think we're in five years. I just want this place to be a big attraction and a big uh, gift shop only released stuff, like you know, um, special release bourbons that they're only you can only get on the gift shop. And I guess I'm more on the production side, so I'm I'm more into the the, the what what spirits we can offer and what unique flavor profiles we can really share with everyone. So so one of the things that I've seen a lot of, of people doing is these experimental releases, these single batches. Um, is that something that you guys are eventually gearing towards? It sounds like you're saying these single releases in the gift shop. Are you looking at, you know, because I, I know you, you just made me uh, uh, some juice that you made yourself that you had aging in a little barrel. Yeah, a little five-gallon barrel. A little five-gallon yeah. barrel. And, and, you know, it's only been, what, like? Like a, 10 months. 10 months. months and, yeah. and it's good. It's unique. You know, you get a lot of that, that malt profile in it. You get yeah. a lot of that rye in it. And so, I mean, is that is that something that you're looking for as as a as a distiller? I mean, is, are you looking towards uh, taking a little bit more of that experimental approach on some of your stuff and seeing if you can bring that to light or, or do those single releases? So is that something that people look forward to? I think so. I think it's something that's it's unique. It's you know, people want more than just a bottle. They want a story, and yeah. they want they and want. We get a lot. There's a lot of uh, people that want us to release their own, and we're just not. He's not it's not exactly where he wants to be so we just keep letting it roll but that those are things that when you know eventually we may be marketing that out elsewhere but we think our bread and butter products are that we make is our gin and vodka and 
our bourbon barrel age, our newly bourbon barrel age blue agave, the añejo and the reposado were really good. But this bourbon is, you know, everybody's been waiting and waiting, and I, I think this is going to be it'll be a game changer for us because it's like a question that happens almost daily. <laughs> When are y'all gonna release your bourbon? You know, and so there's also so many so many different things that everybody likes bourbon, of course. But there's all there's so many different releases that we could talk about. You know, so it's it's really it's about what what people want. Like the the barrel aged rum is going to be great when we release it. And the I mean, uh, we'll have extra añejo this Christmas, which is a three year aged tequila, and we're gonna have you know thirty barrels of that ready to go. So we'll uh, we may do a, a January or February release of that. Too. Well, one of the things that's really cool that I, I hear from both of you is, uh, especially you know from the production side, saying you've got a lot of people coming in. I mean, I, I tried it and I said I liked it, and you were like, "Well, it's not quite ready yet," you know. Yeah. And and it's just interesting. Uh, it, I mean, interesting is probably the wrong word, but well, I mean, it is interesting. But it's it's uh, refreshing, I guess, would also be the word to, to see you guys in this expansion phase, but coming at it from an angle of of pride in what you're producing. You know, if you have people asking for something and you could make money on it right now, but you guys are, are saying this isn't something that we want to put out, it's not our A game yet, you know, give it a couple a couple more, uh, you know, months, years, whatever it is till we feel like it's, it's perfect and then we're gonna release it. And I mean, that's something that I, you know, I respect and, and things that I respect about you guys, it's, it's not just your pride in your product, but your transparency. I mean, since I came in, you guys have been nothing but, but transparent, walking me through, talking about, you know, what's a challenge, what's not a challenge, what you're excited for, what you're worried about, uh, you know, and, and the fact that you're even willing to put that, that MGP, you know, that it's MGP juice right there on the label and, and you see... Uh, you know, a lot of other people, even though people respect that, you know, you, you see a lot of people trying to hide it and kind of be deceitful and dishonest. And it's just the way that you guys are approaching it, you know, just w with pride and integrity is really cool. And and not just pride and integrity, but kind of that that intrigue and that that, um, uh, you know, that the, the interest in creating something new. And and I I mean, I think that's great. I think that that is if you guys are looking to do that, you know, where this is going to be a destination. Yeah. That, that's what you build it on and mm -hmm. you guys are doing it right from the ground up which is really cool to see yeah. we also I, I personally I really like the model of doing the um, the barrel picks whether it's bourbon or whether it's tequila or whatever you're picking you could do a rum barrel pick but the fact that you're going in and you're you're getting a, a, a select team to come in and, and pick a, a, a unique profile because every barrel is different and wow. picking a unique profile is, is, is really a lot of fun. And if they can see me having the fun, it's, it's fun to share that fun with other people. They get That's to come in and cool. get to see it. Yeah, it, It's infectious. I mean, we've done these. We're doing pretty much all of this bourbon that we're releasing is going to be single barrel picks. Bye. Yeah. You know. And I'm, I'm not butchering the name Nulu, right? Nulu. Right. So, guys, if it, they are, they're approaching it the right way. The juice is good. It's not gimmicky. Um, I mean, it, it drinks really, really well. Uh, but keep an eye out as they expand. If you're coming to Louisville, this is one of those things that uh, you'll get to see something in transition. You'll get to see something as it's growing into one of those those destination spots, as it's growing into something that, that people come into Louisville to specifically seek out as a whiskey aficionado. 
um, I would highly recommend that you guys make it make it a stop in Louisville. It, it's something that you don't get to see because a lot of these distilleries that have been around a hundred years or so, you know, you you get that history, but you don't get to be a part of that process. You don't get to see it and talk to them while they're going through it because that was generations and generations ago, and no one that started it is there. And you guys are here. And if you're a whiskey aficionado, if you're somebody that that really truly values the art and the, the passion behind distilling, stop in here, ask ask to talk, ask to see them and, and ask to see what's going on, man, because this is an opportunity for you guys to see something really cool that's being done the right way at its roots. And that's a, that's a rare thing, especially in such a saturated market. So thank you guys so much, man. I, I appreciate you guys hosting yeah. us and having us. Uh, we're going to be doing a, a review uh, in a distillery spotlight week with these guys. I'm sure you already saw on social media. We posted that out. And uh, you guys are going to be able to get an exclusive review of the Barrel Proof, the very first batch, uh, before it releases. So that's super cool. You'll see it here first. And make sure that if you're swinging through uh, that you come in and you definitely give it a try. So, again, thank you guys for hosting us. Thank you. My yeah. pleasure. Thank you for being here. Awesome. And thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you soon. Thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to follow Whiskey Culture on Instagram and Facebook and join our closed Facebook group. You can also help support the blog by going to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash whiskey culture for exclusive content, VIP prizes, and limited edition giveaways.